Hi there, this is Larry Goldman. Welcome to the Binge 10. Here's the best of stuff that's on TV, stuff that premiered last week, stuff I'm watching this week. So here we go. I got caught up in a couple of foreign series last week, uh, and I found a brand new guilty pleasure for myself. So here's what premiered last week that I thought was really good. Good morning, Veronica. On Netflix, Good Morning Veronica is out of Brazil. The uh, show is about a police officer who starts investigating cases uh, basically without her boss's permission. Most of the cases are around domestic abuse or abuse of women. Uh, the main story is around an abused wife who helps her husband kidnap, rape, and kill other women. As she starts to fight back, she asks Veronica for help, and for some reason, Veronica is not able to arrest the man, even though she has black and blue marks all over her body, all over her face. So it gets a little confusing about what Veronica is trying to accomplish here, or I'm not sure if this is just a um, some commentary about maybe uh, the police system in Brazil or the legal system in Brazil and, and how it approaches domestic violence. I think it may be that, that but... Uh, Maybe a little difficult since we don't live there, though clearly we get the message and, and clearly uh, we want these guys to go to jail. There's no real secret. We know who's doing it. It's just a matter of how they're going to get caught. I think Good Morning Veronica is just okay. Um, you Can't Hide. So this one is out of Spain. This is a thriller that follows a woman who goes into witness protection from her husband's criminal organization in Mexico. And now she lives in Spain under a new identity with her daughter. Her daughter is then kidnapped at the very same time that a politician's wife is killed. All right, the story then revolves around the connections between a hired killer, her boyfriend, her boyfriend's daughter, her boyfriend's daughter's friend, the politician, the politician's dead wife, and the police officer investigating the murder. It's kind of convoluted. There's a lot going on, and it's crazy on how all these connections happen. I didn't totally dig the end of the season. However, I did like the show enough, so I'm recommending you can't hide. A Handmaid's Tale came out last week, returned to Hulu. They released the first three episodes, and the next episode was, was released on Wednesday. I was definitely kind of down on Handmaid's Tale last year. As I just couldn't stand the snail's pace that the plot was moving on. Uh, I'm jumping back in this year. Uh, things are moving a little quicker. Some things are happening. They got a whole bunch. They got a whole airliner full of kids over to Canada. So they rescued them from Gilead. It still feels like some of these scenes just last forever with sentences that are spoken so slowly and so quietly with huge long pauses during the conversations. We also seem to be falling into what I call the Walking Dead pitfall. Uh, the Walking Dead pitfall is a writing problem where the story continually repeats itself. So like in Walking Dead, each season has a bad guy, the good guys lose for most of the season, and then the good guys win at the end, and then they face a new bad guy the next season. This happens over and over and over again, and, and now it seems to be happening on Fear of the Walking Dead as well. Um, in Handmaid's Tale, it seems like June continually escapes. It does some damage to Gilead, has a chance to escape Gilead, turns it down, and then is recaptured, and then she'll escape again. So it, I think Handmaid's Tale is just okay. I'm going to give this a pretty long leash for this year, though. 
My new guilty pleasure, though, is Cruel Summer. This is on Freeform, also where my favorite comedy is. Everything is going to be okay. Uh, Cruel Summer is based on a book, and it has a really unique way of telling the story. Uh, basically, each episode is based on a day or a couple of days in three different years. So, for example, one episode is about July 4th in 1993, 1994, and 1995. It's always the same three years, uh, but the day just keeps moving forward as we get through, as you might imagine, the cruel summer. Uh, so this week's episode is like July 15th. Uh, the, flo the show flips back and forth between the different years without warning. And you need to kind of pay attention to, you know, hairstyles and certain other cues to know which year you, you are in. Um, uh, but it bounces back and forth. Uh, and and the, the gist of the story is that uh, a kidnapped girl is rescued and there's an accusation that someone could have saved her while she was being held prisoner. And in basically the story revolves around the friends and the family who are all impacted uh, by this tragedy. It's a really great thriller, a little bit of a young adult thing going on. And you just can't stop watching it because you want to know what the truth actually is. You know, what happened when she was kidnapped? What was going on when she was kidnapped? Did this per Could this person have actually saved her? Why didn't they save her? Are all these different accusations true? It's actually quite depressing when an episode finishes. So I might recommend you wait until the season is over so you can binge us. I think it would be a lot, a lot of fun to binge. I don't think I can hold out. I don't think I can wait. So I'm highly recommending Cruel Summer. Um, uh, so Invincible ended this week. I really like this superhero cartoon. Pretty good ending. Good action. Great voices. As a reminder, you know, Sandra Oh was in that one. Walter Goggins. J.K. Simmons and all that more. Uh, so now my top 10 series of the week. Here's here's the top 10 things I'm watching this week. So Big Shot comes out on Fridays with John Stamos. Last week his daughter moved in. We find out he's really bad at parenting, which we could have guessed. Um, Mayor of Easttown. Uh, Mayor is off the case. And so what will this show be about? I have no idea. Uh, number eight is Young Rock. We actually get a little of all three rock timelines this week. Seven is Fear the Walking Dead. We know who the new bad guys are. They just seem to want to live in a basement, though. Uh, home economics. Uh, one brother tries to be super husband. The other teaches his nephew about running a private equity company this week. Good stuff. Five, everything's going to be okay. Genevieve gets a show all to herself. Congratulations, Genevieve. Four is Gangs of London. Our favorite undercover cop gets shot. He's saving... Sean, this is starting to get really, really complicated. Um, a lot of different factions going on, a lot of different politics going on. Three, I got Cruel Summer coming in at three. Two is Blacklist. Red simultaneously tricks the FBI and Elizabeth and turns them against each other. Phenomenal stuff. And then number one is the Nevers. Things are getting weirder and weirder. Uh, waiting in the Wings is Handmaid's Tale, Debris, and Manifest. Both Debris and Manifest are kind of in the same situation. Who's going to give me more stuff? Who's going to reveal more secrets first? Uh, finally, um, what should you binge? What should you binge? Uh, our, brand, our brand new binge is number 10, For All Mankind. Number 9, Irregulars. Number 8, The One. Number 7, Sky Rojo. Number 6 is Made for Love. Five is Search Party. I'm giving Search Party some love since I think I left it off 
the list at the beginning of the year. Tell me your secrets. Number three is WandaVision. Number two, it is a sin. And number one is Serpent. Um, so those are things that you can binge end to end. Um, a bunch of stuff coming out this week. Uh, new cartoon, Star Wars, The Bad Batch on Disney. Uh, the Girlfriend Experience on Stars comes out this week. I watched the first season of that and really, really liked it. Could not get through the second season. I might go back and see uh, how things are progressing there. It's It, it wasn't the same um, characters or story each season, so each season kind of ends. Uh, the Drowning comes out on Acorn. Girls 5 Ever on Thursday on Peacock. This is produced by Tina Fey. Busy Phillips is in it. Um, if this is as good as Mr. Mayor, I'm going to be watching it very shortly. The Damn Michael Shea comes out this Thursday on HBO Max. And Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix Friday. This is highly, highly anticipated new series from Netflix about second generation superheroes. And Shrill also comes out on Netflix on Friday. I think this is the last season of Shrill. Uh, as far as movies go, I saw one movie, Without Remorse. This is on Amazon. It stars Michael B. Jordan as John Clark, one of the best characters in Tom Clancy's book series. The movie doesn't have anything to do with the book at all, except for that John Clark is a seal. Uh, there's some decent action in the movie, uh, but I kind of was expecting it to be really nonstop action, and it, it wasn't, and it wasn't as violent as the book either. Um, Without Remorse kicked off a book series based on an international kind of special forces group called Rainbow Six, of course, led by Clark. Uh, the movie alludes in a post-credit scene that they are making that movie. So things could get interesting if Amazon kind of does with their Jack Ryan TV series, what Marvel does with its TV series and movies and coordinating the whole thing. Right now, I thought Without Remorse was just kind of okay. That is the Binge 10 for the week of May 2nd. Tune in, watch your TV, and I'll tell you what was worth watching next week.